Hey everyone, this is Hector Nahara, and you're listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to our first podcast. And today I want to talk about, can you be young and serve Jesus? Can you be young and follow Jesus? And as a person that leads young people, youth pastor that's in ministry, I get this question often. It's like, you know, I meet someone that maybe doesn't follow Jesus or hasn't been on the right path. Um, and they ask me, Hector, you know, can I still follow Jesus? Can I still serve Jesus? Can I be cool and follow Jesus regardless of what my friends think and regardless of what people around me think? And the answer is yes. The answer is, you know, definitely yes. It's almost, you know, ignoring your friends, ignoring what the people around you say and just focusing on your relationship with the Lord. And I think that's the that's the most important thing that every Christian, not just young people, have to do. You know, it's you have to set your priorities straight. You have to decide what you want to do. You have to decide what kind of life you want to lead for yourself and ultimately what kind of life you want to live for God. Because I believe, you know, life is about making decisions and you're going to have to decide, you know, what am I going to do? Who am I going to serve? What kind of life am I going to live when I have children? How am I going to raise my kids? These are all decisions we have to make regardless of our age. It's always good to look for the, look to the future plan ahead even though you got to make the most of whatever you're doing whatever your current um situation is you have to make the most of it but you have to keep you know the future ahead but the important thing is you know having a firm foundation in God especially as a young christian person we have to know you know what we belong to what we can do what we have to set our boundaries we have to set you know, they're not limitations, but we have to set boundaries so we know what is right from wrong. And I think that is something that a lot of young people often struggle with is, you know, what can I do and still keep my right standing with the Lord? Or what can I do to fit in? Because I think, you know, ultimately everyone as, you know, as they, they're young, as they're in their teens and their 20s, a lot of people just try to fit in. and. You know, I think we're just wired to try to fit in wherever we are, if that's at school, college, work, wherever you work. You know, you you try to find something you can relate to with the people around you. And, you know, I think the most important person that comes to my mind when I think about, you know, serving Jesus as a young person is Daniel. You know, Daniel didn't fit in most of the, most of the time he didn't fit in. He even went against what the king had, you know, ordered all of the people to do. And, you know, Daniel decided for himself, he wasn't going to do what the king said. He was going to go against, you know, any, any ungodly leadership and any ungodly law. And he, he decided that for himself. He decided that he was going to serve the Lord. And that is a decision that we're all going to have to make. Like I said before, I, I am a firm believer that life is all about decisions and Everyone makes decisions. You're, you know, along life, we're all going to make good or bad decisions. And the good thing about that is that we learn from them. Every decision comes with a consequence. And, you know, those consequences can be good or those consequences can be bad. But ultimately, it's a learning process. And hopefully that, that learning process takes us to our final destination. And, you know, I think as Christians, 
we all should aspire to get to heaven one day. And that is something that, you know, everyone should look forward to. Everyone should, should, should go for that. And that should be everyone's goal. But I think the first thing uh, we should focus on as young people is who is around us, um, who we hang out with, who we spend time, who we spend time with, um, you know, just on a daily basis at school. And it's easy to get sidetracked on this one because you know, you try to fit in, like I said before, you try to make friends as much as possible when you're young. And sometimes the people that we make friends with don't always make the right decisions. But I want to read from Psalm 1, and it says, Psalm 1, 1, it says, Blessed is the one who does not walk um, in step with the wicked or stand in the way that, way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted um, by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. So here the Bible is telling us, you know, blessed are those who do not follow the people that mock God, who follow the, you know, the sinners who follow people that don't follow God. And that is something that is very crucial as a young person. We have to follow the right people we have to hang with the right people we have to make the right decisions and here the bible tells us the person who is follows the law of the lord who the person who meditates on his law day and night that person is like a tree planted by streams of water and that person yields fruit in season and our leaves do not wither whatever we do whatever that person does prospers and that is a benefit of following god a benefit of following the Lord. That's a benefit of hanging with the right people. A, a benefit of just living a godly, righteous life is everything that we'll do will, will prosper. That is, you know, straight from Psalms 1 verse 3. Everything that we'll do, that we will do will prosper. And that is something that, you know, should attract people to live right, attract people to live a godly life is everything that you will do will prosper. And that is something that, you know, excites me and motivates me to follow God is whatever I do, whatever I want to take part in, I want that thing to prosper. No matter what I'm doing, no matter where I'm serving, I want it to prosper. And if I hang with the right people, if I do what God tells me to do, if I follow his law, if I follow his decrees and I meditate on them, you know, reading your Bible. And this is another struggle, like reading the Bible, honestly, like reading is can be very, very boring, especially some of these books in the Bible, like you don't even understand it, especially if you're reading it like in the New King James Version, you know, Old English. And I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on. But the good thing is that there's new translations. There's simpler translations that break down the word that make it, you know, relatable and that you can understand it easier. So, you know, we have no excuse when it comes to reading the Bible. We can all find translations we can all find versions of the bible that are easier easier and applicable for all of us to understand so when here when the word of god says you know blessed are those who meditate on his law and his word day and night you know i believe that none of us have an excuse for that and that we're all more than capable of doing that it's just you know like a like a working out like you work out a muscle it's something that you have to do to to create that muscle memory is something that you're going to have to do every day and work on it, work on the craft. And you, whether you like it or not, over time, you're going to get better. And, you know, I think that's something that's very important because the Bible, 
we can learn from the Bible so many things and no matter what we're going through, no matter what circumstance, no matter what, there's always an example we can follow in the Bible to what decision to make. And, you know, that's something that I love about the Bible. That is, we can find any answer to any question of life in this book, in this book right here. And that's what one thing that I love about the Bible that it, you know, it leads us to the right things. And, you know, the more we read the Bible, the more closer we get to God and a better relationship we have with the Lord. And that's ultimately something that I want, not just, you know, whoever is listening to this, that is what I want for everyone that, you know, that follows God and that is going to ultimately listen to this podcast. I want our relationship, I want your relationship with God to grow in every capacity. And, you know, one thing that is cool about God, I know everyone knows, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, um, as I find it here, it says, you know, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, um, plans to prosper you, give you hope in the future. Then, you, And this, this is very important. Verse 12 and 13, it says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. So here the Bible is telling us, yes, the Lord knows the plans he has for us. Yes, he plans to prosper us, plans to give us a hope in the future. But those plans are for those who will seek the Lord with everything they have. Those plans, those, that hope, that future is for everyone that will seek the Lord wholeheartedly. And that is another decision that we're going to have to make as young people is we're going to have to leave whatever the world has to offer. We're going to have to leave whatever our friends have to offer. We're going to have to leave those bad influences. We're going to have to leave everything aside and decide for ourselves and choose to follow God wholeheartedly. And when we do that, the Bible here says that the Lord will lead us, you know, and he will give us plans to prosper us, plans that will not harm us, plans that will give us a hope in a future. But, you know, we're going to have to follow God and seek God wholeheartedly. You know, I believe that you know, living a spiritual life, living a godly life, a lot of it is based on cause and effect. So you do this and you receive this. You give God this and he'll give you this. You know, a lot of people are like, well, God's not blessing me or God's not opening doors. And it's like, well, are you praying? Are you seeking God? Are you reading your Bible? And it's, it's all cause and effect. If you do something for God, I promise you, he's going to pay you back because that's who God is. He gives good gifts. He loves his children. And when we show our love to God, he's going to show that love back. So it is very important if as a young person who, you know, who is looking for what is my purpose in life? What, what has God called me to do? What does God want me to do? I encourage you to seek the Lord, seek God with all that you have, and he's going to lead you Ask his Holy Spirit to lead you. And the Holy Spirit, that's what the Holy Spirit does. It leads us to all truth. So if you're seeking the truth, if you're seeking what is right, I promise you, you will find it. But we have to seek God wholeheartedly to find those plans. And, you know, I don't want to make the misconception that following God as a young person is going to be easy because I don't think that's a fair statement to make. But I do believe that we have the tools in life to succeed and overcome any attack, any temptation. You know, we have examples we can follow. We have our leaders, we have pastors, we have our parents. And it's ultimately going to be, you know, we're going to have to choose, like, am I going to ask, you know, my religious leaders for advice or am I going to ask my friends for advice, friends that don't believe in God, friends that are doing the right thing? 
And if you ask those people for advice, you're going to end up just like them. But if you ask, if you ask someone who has been through that, who has made the right decisions, then you're going to make you're going to make it out of it. You're going to overcome. But we're going to have to choose to ask the right people. And when if you don't have anyone to ask, well, I have good news for you. You have the Bible. You can ask God. You can ask the Holy Spirit. And, you know, talking to God, it's yes, it's prayer, but it's, you know, having a communi- having a communication with God. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very simple. It's just, you know, on your drive to school, on your drive to work, you can just say, hey, Lord, I need you today. I need you to guide me. I need you to open doors for me. Um, I'm seeking you with all my heart. I'm reading your word and I just need guidance. And I promise you that he's going to, he's going to guide you and lead you to whatever truth you're seeking. And now I want to turn to, if you have your Bibles, to 2 Timothy, um, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 2.22. And it says, flee the the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So it says, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness. So flee the evil desires of youth. I mean, everyone that is a consider, if you consider yourself young, I promise you there's going to be evil desires that are chasing after us everywhere we go. You know, it, these temptations, these evil desires don't end because we accept Jesus or we're, we go to church or we're following God. These desires do not end. But in order to overcome that, the Bible says, flee evil desires and pursue righteousness. So instead of pursuing evil things and instead of pursuing worldly things, why don't you pursue righteous things? Why don't we pursue the righteousness of God? And not only that, but if we pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So here the Bible is telling us, pursue righteousness, pursue faith, pursue love, pursue uh, peace, and also pursue those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So that's telling me to pursue people who are on the right path, pursue people who are following God, pursue people who already have a relationship with God, pursue people who are good examples of God. And this is what the Bible says. It says, don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. And the the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth. So, you know, whenever we seek God and seek that repentance, no matter what, situation no matter what circumstance we're going to find the truth but we have to we have to search the right things we have to pursue the right things and that's what god is telling us today you know pursue the right things and we will get the right answers a lot of people are pursuing the wrong things and they're you know the cause and effect of that is negativity a broken relationship with your family a broken relationship with god and you know that's not the way cr- the christian life should be lived the Christian life. You know, you should be prosperous in everything you do. You should be blessed in everything you do. And, you know, that's a benefit of following God. God not only makes you an example, but he makes you the salt and the light of the earth. You know, he makes you the salt so you can give the world, you know, his flavor and he makes you the light 
so that you can shine in the midst of darkness, so you can be an example to others in the midst of darkness, in the midst of their circumstance, in the midst, in the midst of their uh, situation. God wants you to be an example, and God wants us to help other people. God wants us to minister to other people. You know, if you don't have any ministry, God gives you the ministry of reconciliation. God gives you the ministry of helping others get closer to him, of helping others find a hope and a future. And, you know, when you realize that hope and future only come from God, then you're going to want to spread that message. You're going to be like a fire, you know, on dry grass. You're going to catch everything on fire and you're going to give everyone a hope and a future because you've understood biblical truths. You, you, you have understood that, you know, only God is the person. God is the only one that can lead you and guide you to a prosperous life. So you're going to want other people to know about it. You know, it's, it's very egotistical to have the solution, have the answers of life and not share them with people. And I don't think God wants us to be that way. God wants us to share our truth, share his truth to everyone, no matter where they're at, no matter what they're doing. If you share the truth, the word will pierce their heart and make a difference. So right now I want to read 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 19 through 20. It says, do you not know that your body bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who, ha, who, uh, who you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. You know, and this is a lot of people read this verse and it's like read about piercings or tattoos. And, but I, that's a whole different conversation right now. I'm just talking about, you know, actually, I want to read verse 18. It says, flee from sexual morality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against sins against their own body. Do not do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you receive from God? You are not your own, you were bought at a price. When we understand, when we realize that we were bought at a price, we will not live the same. We will understand, we will realize that, you know, God actually paid for me. God bought me at a price. A lot of people think they're they have they have no worth, they're worthless, they have no value. But that's a lie straight from the enemy. You have value and you were bought at a very high price. And you know, you were bought by the blood of Jesus. You were bought at a very high price. God sent his only son for all of us to purchase us. He bought us back. He was the ransom for our sins. You know, John 3:16, for God so loved the world. He loved everyone that he sent his only begotten son. It was a very high price, but God was willing to pay that price for you and me. God was willing to pay that price out of love. And, you know, when we follow God, when we realize, you know, God doesn't hate us. If you find yourself in a sinful place, God doesn't hate you. I don't hate you. I love you. God loves you. God wants to make you an example. God wants to fill you with his peace. You know, there's a lot of young people that they feel depressed. They don't have, they feel anxious, anxiety. They have anxiety. They have anxiety attacks. They have panic attacks. And as a young person, you shouldn't feel that way. And I promise you, if you seek God, he will take any pain, any anxiety, any depression away. And he's going to make you a testimony. He's going to make you an example for others to follow. And you know, the, the Christian walk is, is a very beautiful walk. And God has created us to be, you know, light bearers. God has created us to be unashamed. And that's why we named this podcast, the unashamed podcast, because I believe that we should be unashamed, not only of the gospel, but of God's power. You know, God gave us power 
the Bible says even greater works these will do. So it's like God gave us power for us to do greater works. God gave us power to minister his word, to minister his power on the earth. And why should we be ashamed of that? We shouldn't. If we have the answers, if we have, you know, if we know the greatest uh, doctor, his name is God. If we know the greatest lawyer, his name is God. Why aren't we spreading that gospel with other people? And that is something as young people, you know, a lot of young people, they almost hide like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Like, I grew up at church, but I don't want my friends to know about that. I don't want people to know about that. Well, why shouldn't they know about that? If, you know, if you love God, make it known. If you follow God wholeheartedly, make it known. Don't, don't hide. Don't hide the truth, you know, for the sake of fitting in. Don't hide the truth for the sake of wanting to, you know, be cool. And I promise you, if the less people think you are cool, but you're serving the Lord, you're following the Lord, I promise you, you are way cooler than whatever any person can think, whatever any person can say, you're worth it because you're following God. So this is what 1 John 2, 15 through 17 says. It says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, for the, uh, if anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but of the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. So here, verse 15, it says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. So as a Christian, we should not be attracted to the things of, to the, things of the earth. And those things are very attractive because, you know, it's temptation. You know, the, the enemy gives temptation because, why? He wants to pull you from the will of God. He wants to pull you from the road of God. And, you know, the enemy is not stupid. The enemy is smart. He presents to you things that you're going to like. He presents to you things that are going to make you feel good. But I promise you, they're not worth it. He's just trying to pull you out from the road. He's trying to take you from the right track. So here it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and pride of the pride of life come not from the Father, but of the world. So every, you know, every prideful thing, every lust of the flesh, every lust of the eyes, what we see makes us what we feel when we feel lustful about other things. Those are those things don't come from God. Here it says. Those things come from the world. The world and its desires pass away. So everything of the world is temporary. Whatever temptation it may be, whatever, you know, whatever temptation is coming at you, that thing is temporary. Whatever sin you're struggling with, you have the power to overcome it. And I want to tell you that that sin is only temporary. That pleasure is temporary. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. If we decide to do the will of God, if we decide to follow God wholeheartedly and decide to do his will, we will, we will live forever. And, you know, obviously that's not uh, an earthly thing. Like everyone is going to die. Everyone is going to die. If you haven't accepted that fact, well, today's the day to accept it. Everyone is going to die at some point. But, you know, it's just uh, your, bo your physical body is going to die, not your, phys not your spiritual body excuse me, and that 
um, spiritual, your soul is going to live forever for God in eternity if we choose to do the will of God. If we choose to do the will of God, whoever does the will of God lives forever. And that is an, another benefit that God adds when we listen to his wor- word, when we do what the will, um, what his will says, when we follow his direction, we will live forever. Why? Because God has set us apart. He's given us the ability to overcome temptation. He's given us the ability to overcome lust. He's given us the ability to overcome pride. And, you know, he's empowered us with his Holy Spirit. He's given us power through his Holy Spirit to seek everything that is right, to seek every righteousness, to live for him, and to do the will of the Father. When we are empowered with the Holy Spirit, when we have God's power, you know, over our bodies and inside of us, we have no excuse to fall short of God's will for our lives. We have the ability to overcome any attack of the enemy. Why? Because we're empowered. And we have the power of the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us to our truths. So if you're looking for the will of God for your life, if you're looking for the purpose of God for your life, seek God and he will guide you and lead you to the will that he has for your life and you will live forever. So. I just want to wrap this podcast up. Like I said before, can you be young and serve and follow Jesus? And the answer is yes. Those things that we have to do is watch who you're hanging out with. Hang out with the right people. Hang out with people that serve and love God. You know, find good examples, find good role models. The second thing we can do is seek righteousness. You know, what are those things we're pursuing? What are those things we're going after? Are they positive things that are going to hinder our spiritual person or are they righteous things that are going to empower that are going to build our spiritual person are we reading our bibles are we do we have a consistent and fruitful prayer life and those are things that are going to build our spirit man and lastly you know do we love god wholeheartedly enough to sacrifice the lustful um desires of the flesh the lustful desires of of our eyes and you know the pride that comes with just being humans do we love god so much Do we love God wholeheartedly that we're going to sacrifice those things, knowing that all those desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. So if we do the will of God, we will live forever. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our very first episode. Please be sure to like and share this podcast, and I'll see you guys next week.